Dear listeners, supporters, and fellow staff members, we have an important announcement to make. Earlier this week, Fiction, the co-founder of Top Dogs Productions, came to us and informed us that he was going to be stepping down from the Top Dogs team. Now, this came at quite a shock and a surprise for all of us, but this was a very difficult decision for him, and one that was not made lightly. He told us that he wanted to devote more of his time and effort into the pursuit of his book, education, and very own well-being. He said that he'll miss working with all of us, and of course, we'll miss working with him as well. And we wish him all the best in his endeavors. And Fiction, thank you for making the Top Dogs podcast a reality. Have a safe journey and success in all your projects. Have a good day, everyone. second no i'm just looking at the weather because it's supposed to be getting to oh have a chance of snow in florida oh the world's ending what? <laughs> right. Florida's it drunk. is going to be 20 degrees at 8 a.m <laughs> oh god yes and we know that's nothing for you stream but i'm in florida all right it's like you coming that's down nothing. here during summertime you can't you can't take the heat mother <laughs> you guys are weak you guys are weak with snow <laughs> oh absolutely we die we would die, but you couldn't survive Florida 100-degree weathers. Nope, nope, nope. I gotta give it to you. We are built differently. You're either a fire element or ice element. You cannot be both. I'm absolute fire. I'm fire, but it matches me. Uh. Nice shot! Welcome back to Top Dogs. Today we're going to be discussing on a bunch of fun things we do to keep ourselves entertained and keep our brain going for our free times. <laughs> so today on episode 76, we're going to be talking about interests and hobbies. I'm Stream Arkaden. I'm Whiplash Wolf. And I am Kit Clausen. Now, so... if you guys have seen the beginning of the video, uh, sadly, um, Fiction is not going to be part of the team anymore. Uh, but we're going to keep on making content and we wish him the best for his endeavors so uh kit why don't you get us started with the question of the week yeah so i wanted to start out the question of the week this week because you know our listeners they've got some crazy things that they do sometimes too i asked them what is a weird or unique hobby that they enjoy doing uh, we got some responses from Justin, the Firewolf Dog. He likes to imagine that he's building a new computer. Our videographer, Sakura, dabbles in face painting. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. I don't think I would be very good at painting faces or anything, actually. I'm not very artistic. But you're and a good chef, aren't you? I, oh, yes. I do enjoy creating <laughs> art in the kitchen. I, I have so art much fun in, in all different places. A trick to stick says they keep isopods which are like the little roly-poly things that you find in your garden and they create little home environments for these little bugs i think it's pretty cool it's interesting it's definitely weird and unusual but i love the uniqueness factor into it everybody that does something that is very different and out of the common it scores a lot of points for me so being different is a cool thing <laughs> don't feel sure, what people sure. are thinking about your hobbies just have fun with it doesn't matter what they think to be honest i don't even know what a roly-poly is so anything like that is interesting to me I, i'll have to look into it because i have no idea polies? okay so yes i think she's talking about like those gray little pill bugs yeah, I've never seen them and in my you, life. You irritate them, and then they roll up into a little ball. I huh. might have seen those. They look like um, those kind of thing that have like a thousand legs. Do they look like that? And then they it's roll it, up. Yeah, kind of. Centipedes, yeah, sir. Yeah, because in French, the translation is thousand legs in French. Centipedes are called thousand legs in French. <laughs> so that's Direct I was like, to the point. What's that word again? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> hey, it's direct. I like that. We've heard from our listeners. I want to hear from the two of you. Uh, Whiplash, why don't you start us off? Do you have any weird uh, or unique hobbies or interests? It 
don't really know unless you count cleaning like a weird hobby <laughs> because you already already know about my car enthusiasticness but that's not really weird that's just expensive same thing with being a actually to be fair same thing with being a furry it's just weird and expensive solid don't point anything. it's very solid i actually don't know don't really have anything weird. I, I'm just very OCD about cleaning this, so maybe that, I don't know. I'm not really, we like, I don't have anything weird hobbies, just expensive ones. Well, I can say that you're a very dedicated person in your hobbies, because just to replace a subwoofer and a radio, you took off, like, almost half of the interior of the car and the dashboard and everything. I'm like, this is insane. Like, the amount of work you put into this, I would have been like, F this, man, I'm not doing it. But you were like, nope, I got to get down to the bottom of this issue, and I got to get it working so that props to you for that <laughs> appreciate it i both have a weird and unique hobby the weird one I'll, I'll i'll have to go very quick about it because sadly it's not pg-13 but i do own a business where i make fantasy sculptures i'll keep it at that and it's it's really weird to explain to your friends and family what you're doing so it's always a bit awkward for them but i've gotten so used to it that I, it doesn't even bother me anymore but i think the most unique thing that i do is i'm a paramotor pilot it's basically that big parachute which is actually a wing profile and that big fan on the back i call it my my floating camping chair because that's literally what you're sitting on it's quite an interesting hobby it's very affordable it you don't need a license in the united states to, in order to do that though it is highly recommend you go for training for your own safety and the safety of other people around in canada you do need a ulm certification for it specifically tailored towards paramotors uh but it's a very cheap and affordable way to fly it, you can it takes it's about two to three liters per hours of flight so less than a gallon per hour and i got my wing and motor for four thousand dollars canadian which is about three thousand american which is an amazing deal now you won't see deals very often it's usually more expensive but it's less expensive than a car and certainly less expensive than a plane and it's amazing i don't really have any weird hobbies i do enjoy cooking it's really fun to find a picture of something that looks delicious and have no idea what i'm doing but i just go in the kitchen and i start experimenting um <laughs> sometimes it turns out good most of the time it turns out good. They haven't all been winners though. I've I've come up with a few things that definitely have not been repeated. There's definitely a learning curve a learning curve into cooking. It's it requires quite a lot of skill and I've noticed in cooking there's like three domains. There's barbecues, there's cooking and there's baking. They're all three different skill sets I've noticed. I'm really good with barbecue and baking. My husband is not good at baking, but he's excellent for coming up with meals and dishes that will absolutely blow your mind. If you guys, however, come to my place at some point in the future, if I, I do a big party, if my husband decides to take on the endeavor of making like a big ass big meal he's going to spend the whole day in the kitchen but you guys are going to be like salivating and you're going to be losing your mind over how delicious the stuff he does it's really cool i'm grateful for that baking that is a different beast entirely baking is so much more difficult to me it's all chemistry it's easy for me for some reason super easy yeah for me too actually like compared to what you do baking for me is simple i think it's because baking you have to follow the recipe right you follow what the instruction says you you know cake mix cookies whatever it doesn't matter if you follow the the instruction and you read it multiple times and you follow the cooking the cooking is a very important steps as well if you follow things it usually comes out all right so i don't see the struggle while i feel like cooking is more artistic now you sprinkles you know you sprinkle a little bit of salt a bit of this spice that spice you know the cooking techniques deglazing and stuff like that it's it's like a different skill set it's more like like a painter versus a chemist like they're two separate things it's really interesting what about a, a memorable moment or experience like relating to your unique interest 
One of my most epic moments, I kind of have two of them, uh, but it was in my training to learn how to fly my paramotor. Uh, at one point, we had some clouds in the sky. Now, in theory, you're not supposed to fly through clouds because it reduces visibility both for you and other pilots around. Now, this cloud was really, really small, and I made sure to go around it to make sure that I was safe, and I decided to, flow, to fly through it. And I almost killed off my engine just to glide right through with minimum amount of noise and it was amazing like the air is a lot more dense it's heavy it feels really fresh though it was a really magical moment because at one point i just put my hands out i couldn't see them anymore so it was kind of scary it was exciting it was different it's it's really a unique experience to fly through a cloud and i've been looking for opportunities to do it again but usually when there's clouds it's not usually a good condition to fly the other really epic moment is i have a mountain close to me where i used to live and you could actually go on a hike and go on top of it. Now, I've decided to take my paramotor and actually fly all the way over there, which is about a 20, 25-minute flight. And I went all the way to the top of the mountain, and I could see the people that were hiking. And I'm, I'm not even kidding. I got so close. I was a distance from me to the camera or Sakura. Like, this is how close I got to them, and they were just, like, waving. And I, as soon as I went on top of them, I just went, and I just went downhill, gaining a lot of speed. It was just like, oh. Oh, it was so amazing. It was so exciting. I have it on GoPro. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cool. Oh, man. I miss it. What about you, Whiplash? Well, I guess since my OCD cleanliness is apparently weird, we'll go with that, Ben. <laughs> I get this from my mom. I grew up, like, vacuuming, cleaning, doing dishes, laundry, dusting, doing yard work, all that stuff since I was, like, a kid. So it's just ingrained Same into here. my brain at this point. I am very particular, like, particular, uh, particular about how everything <laughs> is done, how everything is set up, how everything is just done. And it, in my house, like, I'm the one that cleans. No one else does it because everyone who does it, same. It's shit <laughs> to me. <Same. laughs> That's just the way I see it as. I'm the only one that can do it. And that was Sis Basti. <laughs> just like how the car thing is like, I will put everything back like it was when it came from the factory. Because I am very safe and very, like, um memorable when it comes to like like how you are with like tinkering and engineering like to me it's the same way with putting a car back together i know i can memorize each bolt go to where and then put it back oh yeah but you try to remember what i had for breakfast the same day i won't remember shit yeah same dude <laughs> That's just the way it is. same <laughs> i don't remember i don't pay attention to that stuff but, like, do you have, like, moments where you had, like, issues with your car and you couldn't figure out why the hell it wouldn't work? Like, I don't know, or, or an engine swap that took you hours and then you actually made it work and actually fixed the thing. Did you have, like, any epic moment like that? Not really, because normally I put everything back together like it's supposed to be. I haven't done an engine swap, but I've done a lot of, like, internal components in, like, Swapping out aftermarket parts for, you know, swapping OEM parts with aftermarket parts, you know, for that more power or better performance or better reliability, you know, methods. Usually I will like look at it, get a clear shot of it, look at the stuff I'm putting onto it and be like, all right, this is how this is going to go. And we're going to do it properly so I don't have to do it again. And usually I've done it almost perfectly every time i kind of get you with the the whole cleaning stuff because i'm kind of the same i'm the one that does like the cleaning i do the cooking currently but it's it's because you know if i want to be a dad i want to be able to you know bake for my cook for my family not just my husband but i was raised by my mother who was in the military and my dad was a police officer so yeah me the cleaning i started really early on and i really absolutely hated it but when i got my own apartment when i was 19 years old i was goddamn ready and my father told me like you know what son you seems like you know what you're doing i'm really proud of you i'm like you know what as much as i hated doing that and i got angry at you for making doing all those chores and stuff i actually kind of appreciate because now i understand what it meant it's to prepare me for this moment like this so thank you i appreciate 
and you know i was not in a very good term with my dad that's why i kind of moved out but after we had this discussion we really started bonding back together again and it's been amazing so yeah the cooking the the cleaning can be very tedious but i don't know for you but when i go like i'm decided like okay today i'm cleaning out my garage i have a lot of stuff i need to get rid of things let's go and i go into this power cleaning mode and i get rid of a bunch of stuff and i fill up my garbage can and i feel it's so satisfying do you feel something like that sometimes when you do a massive cleanup yes because the uh i've told you already like i'm moving in with my friends and at their house they're not really the cleanest bunch so before I have moved in, I've already, like, put myself there, and I have cleaned up the entire living room. I've actually, like, redecorated the entire living room, so it's much better. The bar they have, the kitchen, the bathroom, the hallway, my bedroom that's going to be mine soon. I've legitimately already cleaned everything since I've, like, just been over there at my friend's house, like, spending the nights and such, until I get moved in. Like, it's been yeah. quite a bit. I have you went through probably ten garbage bags cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, kid? Okay, I you have epic moments. I gotta know. I've been actually cleaning out my late husband's closet that he used, and I have found so many crazy things that we thought had been thrown away years ago, and he's instead just hidden somewhere. Have you found any crazy things <laughs> while you're cleaning? Like, you move the sofa, and there's, like, a shoe. <laughs> so, since the house I'm moving into is my best friends I've known for 10 years, and they're also a bunch of furry degenerates, I did find a miniature bad dragon dildo behind the microwave. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Well, Whip, how did you discover your unique interest, or what really what really drew you to it? So, cleanliness, or being very proper with putting stuff on. I would probably say OCD has caused it, honestly. But also, my mom is also OCD, so I've learned it from her. I feel like it's just passed down in my family, honestly. Compared to, like, a lot of people, I hate dirtiness with a passion. I'm actually even nice, nasty, even though I love working on my car and everything. I hate getting greasy for some reason. I hate being sweaty. I hate same. getting dirt on me. <laughs> but I like doing it at the same time. And every time I, like, let's say I'm outside cutting the grass when it's summertime, I get all the... The grass clippings and stuff on my leg, shorts, socks, and whenever I'm just going inside, I'm just peeling off my shirt because it's so sweaty. And I'm just, like, ewing it at the entire time. It's just, like, coming off my skin. It just uh, irritates me with a passion. I'm kind of the same. I'm just like you, man. Every time I have to work on the car, I'm like, oh, god damn, I'm going to get my hands dirty again. And then I buy, like, nitrile gloves, but they always freaking break. Like, you, you remove, you know, it's like when you remove brake pads, there's always that little metal bracket that holds the caliper so it slides uh the brake pad yes. and those things are goddamn sharp so they're always cutting through your goddamn gloves <laughs> it's, it irritates the hell out of me and then your hands get all like moist and sweaty Ugh, i hate it <laughs> yes very much so i hate it with a passion moist Ugh. moist ladies don't See, like Masa, that that's, <laughs> very much that was also what i was gonna say and very like uh when it comes to watch my cars like i'm moist. very particular with washing my cars because i will do the interior like doing the interior of my car like just a normal car wash not going like extreme into it will still take me about two and a half hours to clean my interior of my car even my corvette which is not that big of an interior Man, honestly I if washed my, my car, car in months i couldn't yeah, do that same if my car would not be a rust bucket i would take better care of it but i've just given up at this point and you know going to the dog part with jet who puts literally fur everywhere you need to learn to let go of certain things like keeping a house clean it's literally impossible because you'll vacuum like in the morning and then in the at night you'll see fucking freaking like fur bunnies like in the stairwell <laughs> in the corner and literally everywhere so it's uh it's a pain but having a robo vacuum really helps with that um but make sure you get one that is pet rated and uh german shepherd hairs are very long so and they're stiff too so you need a good vacuum how did you get into paramotoring i've always been fascinated by aeronautics uh i've been 
like ever since I was a kid. Uh, my real father that passed away and was two, he was uh, doing maintenance on helicopters, and my mom was actually the resupply technician for the inventory stuff and everything. So I've always been like been around military people and they had that family event every year where you could actually go onto a griffon and go for an helicopter ride and people they knew that my mother loved like roller coasters so every time they knew that my mother was on on board they would do those crazy maneuvers with the helicopters that i've always been fascinated by it now i wanted to get my pilot's license i wanted to be a pilot in the army but i realized how difficult it is two percent success rate i'm not a gambler so i gave up so i thought I, maybe i would go into you know uh recreational flight where you can have one to three two passengers but it's very expensive you need your radio classes you need to communicate with a radio tower you can't just go like i'm just going to go for a flight for 30 minutes you can't do that you need a flight plan you need it's expensive it's 200 dollars an hour to rent a plane and at one point i found this guy on youtube called uh tucker got uh g-o-t-t and He's a paramotor pilot, and I saw that, and I immediately fell in love with it four or five years ago. And as a birthday gift, my mom actually purchased a course so that I could learn to be a paramotor pilot. And I've been absolutely loving it ever since. What really got me into cooking, I love food, and I love good food. And I love to eat yes. good food. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But I cannot afford to buy good food all the time. So I had to learn how to make it myself. Very true. Very valid. But <laughs> really, really nice food is also really expensive. I was going to go broke enjoying all the wonderful deliciousness. And so once once I figured out that I actually enjoyed trying to recreate all these dishes from the restaurants I go to, the kitchen became my happy place. Do you enjoy like listening yeah. to music and vibing when you're cooking? I love doing that. It makes the whole part a little bit more fun because I don't really enjoy cooking all that much. It's fine, but but I feel like with a good like good music going on, maybe I make myself a little drink. Sometimes it's it's like yee. <laughs> it gets me excited. Yeah, I mean you. I, I get in there and I create the good vibes. I just, I feel good I'm doing what I like to do. It's a part of my world that, that I am in total control over. And that brings me peace. Makes a lot of sense. So what about any misconceptions that, I'm sorry, I just lost my entire train of thought. My brain stopped working halfway <laughs> through it. Nope, hold on. Let me restart my head. <laughs> Rebooting. Processing. Are there Blue any misconceptions about your interests that you would like to clarify? I think a lot of people think that it's very expensive to be a paramotor pilot, but it's actually really not. The course was about $3,000, and the equipment is normally a brand new wing is 6000 Now, note this is Canadian money, so take 25% off of that, or 25 to 30%. But a brand new wing is usually about 6000 and a motor can go anywhere from five to 16000 depending on which motor you're getting. I have the most basic motor, but it's the most fuel efficient, and it's very cheap. It doesn't, people think that you need to, land and take off at an airport which you absolutely don't any big field you can take off actually avoid um uh, airports because of you know planes <laughs> we're flying on you know canvas and kevlar strings we're no match towards a plane so i usually steer away from these guys because the, yeah they it could end up catastrophically um a lot of people think also that uh, like, it, do we actually need parachutes, backup parachutes? No, I'm basically flying in one. It's very rare. But only about 25% of pilots, they have a reserve. Now, for my own well-being and just mental state, I would like to buy a reserve parachute, but that's like $1,200, which is not too expensive compared to the rest of the gear. But otherwise, it's the laws are very open. It's not expensive. It's very freeing. Uh, it doesn't take a lot of space in your car. If you have a hitch, you can just buy, make a little platform, you put your paramotor, and the wing is literally a big duffel bag. You just put it in your trunk. I have a Honda Civic, and I carry that stuff around as if it was nothing. I think that's a really fun positive about being a paramotor pilot i can't vouch enough for this sport it's amazing what about you whiplash mixed conception about cars and stuff can i share like it looks really expensive how do you get around that what do you mean get around that 
I mean, like, oh, I'm going to install a new coilover pack, $1,500. Oh, I need to change my turbo, $600. It's like, oh, my God, you need to freaking sell a kidney <laughs> to afford some of these upgrades. How do you plan for that? Because financially, you have to be very strict, right? Well, here's the thing is, when it comes to my upgrades I do to my car, I don't really go for cheap items because I've learned in the past that you never go for the cheap products because either they will fail fast or they will ride like crap if there's a cheap coilover or blah, 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 you know, stuff like that. You never really go for anything cheap in your car. Otherwise, you will feel it and it will absolutely either break your back or it'll make your car run like crap. It just purely depends what it is. I cannot tell you how much money I have spent on, not the Corvette, because I haven't gotten there yet, but on the daily car I drive at the moment. If I was to count it all up, I, let's see. <clears throat> Shall we? Can, okay, I'm going to start... <laughs> <laughs> and I'll try to run through it as quick as I possibly can. Wheels and tires, that was $3,000. Brakes, $1,500. <laughs> Coilovers, $1,200. Adjustable adjustable uh, tie rods, better camber, blah, 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 stuff like that, $700. Um, new taillights, $600. New headlights with LED bulbs, $750. Uh, <laughs> Exhaust system, $1,200. Valve covers, that had to get that done. That was $350 because I had my, I gave my friend some money to help me put them on because I did it the first time and didn't go well. So, second time I was like, hey, just help me out with this and here's the money. Dual core radiator with electric shroud fan. So that was $450 right there. Air intake system, that was $400 right there. <laughs> intake manifold, Damn. $840. Bigger throttle body, $300. <laughs> Damn, it goes quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you could have bought an entirely new car for all that. Yeah, yeah but why would you? This car I have, my daily car, which I've shown you guys plenty of times. It's been in my family since 2009. And the bad thing about those cars is that if it gets generally you know, bought by someone who's younger, someone's high school, first car... Someone who knows literally shit about cars. They usually get ragged to death. They get cheap crap mods. They sound like crap. They run them to death until connecting rod meets God in the sky. So it's just... <laughs> connecting rods flying off. Oh, yeah. I forgot the subwoofer. The subwoofer, speakers, all that was $1,800. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Um. I've spent way too much on a car that's worth less than $6,000 or so. But, hey, whatever. I enjoy the car. Someone hits me, I might just go to prison. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of investment and time as well, too. Do you install all these yeah. mods yourself, or you just buy them and get them fitted? 90% of them I've done myself. A few of them, like, so I'm not good with electrical like you are, but my best friend who's a master mechanic he's like an electrical ma magician so what i've just done is i will install everything myself but if it comes to electrical i'll get him to help me out with that i'll just you know give him some money because i will look at an electrical thing and i'll be like all right what if i screw this up <laughs> I'm the dash. what if i screw this up and i immediately blow a fuse or i do something bad like catch it on fire so, yeah, when it came to the subwoofer setup, I was like, look, I'm running, I will run the wires from the front to the back. You just connect it and I will put everything back up. But otherwise, I was like, I ain't going to touch this. Oh, man. Oh, hey, also another thing, too, keeping the car inside and out clean. I don't know how much money I've spent, but I have probably sitting out in my garage at the moment $2,500 worth of cleaning supplies. Yeah, I guess like buckets, soap, pressure washer, foam cannons, gloves, mittens, and all that stuff, right? Yes, very much so. A lot of it. Also in a uh, orbital buffer whenever i actually wax the cars which is like once a year well you know yeah 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 keep that paint nice and shiny people don't get into cars it's expensive <laughs> it is. if you suck with money don't get into cars because you need to manage your finances really really well it's expensive and... i can't manage my finances i couldn't get into car stuff <laughs> soon i'm actually got to do some like um mounts for the differential transmission and engine and that's probably going to cost me another $700 plus like I get the windows fixed which is going to be another $600 <laughs>
It, my car is just like a bank account that just catches on fire. Oh, my God. Yeah. Another weird stuff is I used to be a scuba diver before I became a paramotor pilot. And scuba diving is nice. It's very relaxing, but it's extremely dangerous. Way more dangerous than paramotor flying because... You can't see garbage. Like, visibility is really bad. You can't speak. You can't scream for help. And if you get into any sort of trouble, you must always be with the second person. And you need to communicate efficiently underwater. And if you go below a certain depth for a certain amount of time, you need to go do a decompression cycle at 15 feet before you can get up. So even when you have an emergency where you have to get up, you have to get up, fix your stuff, and then go back down for 15, 20 minutes, and then you can go back up. It's such a hassle that when I found about paramotoring, I just sold all my stuff. and I was like, this is way easier way simpler cheaper i don't need a, a, a second person to go with it's it is a lot of fun when you have a secondary person to fly with because you can do stuff on fields and stuff it's a beautiful hobby but i only do it when i'm traveling where they provide the gear other than that here locally it's not worth it i sold all my gear paramotor is better <laughs> i used to be a water arcanine i'm a f air arcanine yee we want to let all of our listeners know that you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please hit that notification bell. Be alerted when new episodes are released. Follow us on our audio platforms. Leave us a rating. That will help us out tremendously. Join our Discord and Telegram groups. Uh, we have links for these in our link tree down below. Down below. Calling all of our Top Dogs fans. You want some cool stuff or just want to show us your support? You can by subscribing to our server subscription on Discord or Patreon. Become a podcast supporter today to get exclusive, raw, and uncut footage of your favorite podcast episodes. Join supporter meetups and chat with the podcast team and other podcast supporters. Plus, get access to our brand new After Dogs podcast, an 18-plus podcast during the Top Dogs team members with our $2.99 a month subscription but wait there's more upgrade to the podcast supported plus and get episode voting supporter feedback and be part of the live audience for only $5.99 a month plus get sneak peeks of upcoming ideas merchandising and more you don't have to join these subscriptions but it does help us out a lot and for everyone that has subscribed thank you so much from the bottom of our heart and if you don't subscribe or follow us on our socials i think i i think whiplash is going to threaten you guys where is he Go follow it. Go follow it. Or else I'm going to come find your houses. And I'm going to take your cars away. I'm going to take them away and put them under ransom. <laughs> under ransom? Clean yes. your bedroom, or otherwise you're not getting your car back. You filthy animals. No one wants to see your 13 cans of dying Dr. Pepper sitting on your desk computer. Computer desk. And uh, your Dorito bags laid all over the floor. I'm talking to you, Snowy. <laughs> I, know you're, I know you're not listening to that podcast. Yeah, this guy lives on Doritos and Mountain Dew. Oh, God, it sounds like <sighs> back in the olden days on Mono for Two. Oh, man, man. souvenirs. Wise words. <laughs> Doritos and Mountain Dew, the breakfast of champions. <laughs> Until you died. Yeah. Let me tell you, you can't do this when you're in 30s anymore. You can't do that stuff. <laughs> your nah, gonna... your metabolism just comes back at you. It's like, oh, you want to eat delicious, bad food? Well, stomach, boom. You know that I, meme where it I goes, want to see a magic trick? Nope. There you go. <laughs> like that meme from, like, <laughs> Team Fortress. I kind of have that in mind. Want to see a magic trick? Good. I like eating good food, but I also like to eat junk food every now and then. And the Doritos and cheese and Mountain Dew, I think I'm definitely going to have to go get some of that today for my day off. And just like, because you, you've all yes. put it in my head now. It's in there. I'm going to have to satisfy this craving. I'm hungry right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm so freaking hungry to... right now. You have to understand. <laughs> I cheese. Drinking sugar soda is like the worst thing in existence because you drink one. It's like, hmm, I want more. And then it just keeps coming and coming and coming. And then after oh, a while, you drink seven cans of Mountain Dew and you're just going to feel like you're dying because your heart's boom, 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 boom. Oh, dude. 
Like that's it's crazy. That's why I don't keep those things in the house. I just drink zero. I just drink diet drinks. Diet drinks is all I care about. If it has no sugar in it, I'm happy. Mm. I don't get those sugar cravings when I drink diet. I drink one can, and sometimes I don't even finish it. I'm just done. Like you. <laughs> I was pursuing your interests positively impacted other aspects of your lives or any negative things that have come up because of it. Hmm, that's a very tough one, honestly. Um, pursuing interests positively impacted other aspects. I, I got to say that being in the air and just like taking in the scenery and the fresh air, it really, really helps take my mind off daily stresses i don't think about work i don't think about the house the problems the fixes the troubles and everything drama and the fandom i completely disconnect i'm just in the moment i put some some edm music i put some uh, above and beyond sometimes and i just i just join those clouds man i'm just I'm just out there, and I just appreciate the moment. It's it's a fantastic feeling. You can't be afraid of heights. I actually love heights. I love standing, like, seeing how high up in the air I am. It is a fantastic feeling. It does require a bit of planning when you do stuff. I need to let know my husband, you know, I'm, I'm going for a flight. I'm, I'm going to be leaving for two, three hours. But usually if I plan ahead, it's fine. It does take a bit of planning, but not as bad as scuba diving, which takes a full day. Negative-wise, I mean... Paramotor can be expensive. Just the other day, I forgot to tie my helmet, and it flew off and hit my propeller, and it exploded a $200 wooden propeller, and I decided to replace it with a $544 carbon fiber one, <laughs> just for the fun of it. Apparently, it performs better. So, yeah, it, some hobbies can be quite expensive when you crash. I used to do RC cars and stuff and RC helicopters. Those are expensive. Expensive when you crash. Oh my god! Every time, every time you go for a race, you're gonna break something. You just don't know what or when. <laughs> I really wouldn't consider my friends hobbies, but to be fair, they do leave a positive impact on me because anytime I'm with them, I just kind of forget about work and furry drama and just furry fandom and everything like that. I'm enjoying my time with them. But it's the same way with cars. Whenever I'm working on my car, when I got a project to do, I'm like, all right, set my mind on this, and then. Makes me just happy because, like, I'm working on something I enjoy, and I'm wanting to see the progress. I'm wanting to see what this new part will do whenever I'm done with it. Or maybe, like, if I have, like, a project inside of cleaning a house or mowing the lawn. I just love seeing the before and after of it. Yeah. It gives me motivation to do something like that just to see the aftermath, and it always makes me happy. Now, just like you with Paramount or Paramotors, cars are expensive, and... Trying to have a nice clean house and clean yard and trying to do anything that's nice is expensive. Because <laughs> just like cleaning the house, you need all the good equipment, chemicals, vacuum cleaners, which I thought vacuum cleaners were cheap. But now I go to Best Buy, I go to Walmart, and like for a good one's like $250. Like, oh, whatever. I just want my I just want my hardware floor clean and my carpets clean. But same thing with cars. Like, I want nice stuff for my cars and I pull out my wallet and i cry and i go well at the same time <laughs> tools can be expensive but when you buy the proper tool for the proper job it makes you save so much time and it gives you a better quality in your work same with cooking right buying a good chef knife that's like 100 200 dollars makes a huge difference between a, a knife that you bought for 15 dollars. same thing with vacuums you can buy cheap 60 dollar vacuums or you can get the dyson v20 pro xdc suck it all you know that thing just freaking sucks everything and it cleans so well you don't have to do hey jet uh you don't have to do as much you know it, it makes you no kissing <laughs> i don't have my lip tracker anymore so he has straight access to my mouth which for some reason he loves doing for i don't know why um but um yeah it's it's like proper tools really saves you a lot of time so yeah you mentioned I get you, on that you mentioned point. chef's knives a good sharp knife actually will keep onions from making you cry i've heard about that a, I a sharper knife will 
will make it so onions are not so angry. It's like they haven't realized they've been cut, and so they just stay chill. But adult been told that makes them angry. I've, I've been told that if you breathe through your mouth instead of your nose, it's a lot better. And you know, fun fact, I still have my scuba diving goggles. I put them on every time I, I cut onions. Oh I keep my pair next to my utensils in my kitchen. It works really well. Surprisingly, it works really well. I mean, try it. You'll see. It's really funny. It's an old trick of mine. My mother used to keep a pair of ski goggles, which are not, you know, airtight. But even ski goggles, they actually work. So I always have a pair of ski goggles in my utensils drawer. Uh, but I switched recently to my scuba diving mask, and it works even better. <laughs> It's weird, but it works. Not a shame. I was going to say, you're right about, like, cutlery, because, so, my dad, he, I'm actually thinking about going where he works soon, maybe a few months, but where he works at, um, one of his friends out there, which is another, um, he works on towboats, he's a pilot for towboats, pretty much, and his friend's also a pilot, and for one Christmas, um, they gifted my dad or my parents. I can't remember what this name of this color reset is, but it was fifteen hundred dollars for it. Oof. Oh, and God. I have gold. Never, I'm not sure what it's made out of, like the the metal wise or whatever they use. All I know is I have never been able to like whenever I go to my parents' house and actually like have steak or have a meal with them that we use those sets. Like it's mainly like just knives, like steak knives. But whenever we have steaks, like, I can just, like, put it on the steak and get through it in about three slices. Oh, that's great. That's good tools right there. Oh, yeah. Very good. Also, the scissors. Oh, my God. Sharp. Oh, those are good. I mean, there, there's something I've realized I didn't talk about. Uh, we, I didn't talk about a lot of hobbies because I'm known to be the guy with a thousand hobbies. Jack of all trade, master yeah. of none. I love 3D printing. And it's really relatable to my first weird hobby as a you know, adult fantasy sculptures maker. Uh, I use a lot of different printing techniques, and uh, I learned how to do parametric modeling with Fusion 360. I knew I do artistic modeling with Blender, and I do a bit of both, and I use both, like, a resin printer and a filament printer, depending on which part I'm making. If I need high detail, and I don't care about, like, the resolution, I just want high detail, I'm going to use resin printer. And if I just need to make brackets, suction cups, mold jackets and stuff i'm going to use my standard filament printer because i don't need details i just want it to print fast now filament and resin printers are two different animals you need to tame they work very differently and even in the design process you have to consider that that's a fun thing that i really learned so and it's something that applies to with avatar creation i've re-sculpted this avatar based off my skill i've gained in blender if anybody out there like you're looking for a fun hobby to start and you're in the furry fandom and you like VR chat, learn how to texture avatars and how to work with Blender. Do that donut tutorial from the Blender guru. It's very, you know, we talk a lot about that inside the, the Blender community, but it is an absolute great way to learn a new skill. And what's fun is that you can start taking commissions for custom avatars and you could be making really quick, easy money. That's a good point, though. That leads us into our next point. Any unusual skills or knowledge that you've gained through your interests you gifted me last month another avatar and it looks amazing but you you turned a zeus canine into a fox that is not feminine it's very masculine looking fox that is not femboyish i'm really proud of that yes one. i gotta give credit to craig he's absolutely amazing yeah blender is fun it can be a real nightmare to work with sometimes and it's very annoying there's a lot of shortcuts but when you learn Learn how it works. It is a very empowering feeling where your creative, your creativity is ultimately the limit. It's same as cooking. You know, when you learn how to work with ingredients, spices, cooking times, and everything, it gets really fun and empowering. Where you can imagine any sort of thing and you can just make it. You know, that's the really one thing I really love about 3D printing and 3D modeling. It's it's very useful for me, both as a business and avatar creator and making stuff for my friends as well. Even making this this world, the, the studio world. What about you, Whiplash? I mean, imagine with, with your vast knowledge of cars, being able to repair your own car. I mean, well, I take it back. It's not really cost effective. You've already sunk, you know, $10,000 into it. So I wouldn't really call it cost effective. But you can do well, your wait. own maintenance. It depends. 
there, there's a difference between upgrading your car and repairing. I do my own repairs. I watch YouTube videos. Uh, shout out to Chris Fix on YouTube. Uh, I do my own repair, and I save a bunch of time and money, but it requires tools. But, you know, with the money you save, you can buy those tools. But when you start upgrading, that's where it gets expensive. And doing it yourself allows you to save a little bit of that money. Am, am I correct? Let's see. With everything that I have done to my car, honestly, like if I were to take it to a shop or to my friend's shop where he works at and have him do it with their um, going rates, I probably would have spent, okay, including the old changes that I do myself, because I do mine every 3,500 miles on both cars, because I'm just very anal like that, honestly, because the better, the more fresher the oil, the more longer the engine will last, that's all I can really say. I probably would have, at this point in time, spent about... Chad is choking. Probably <laughs> okay? six, probably six, seven thousand dollars just in labor costs, because... I can tell you right now, my parents, the car I have right now, my daily driver, my parents used to own it. Back then, they had to go get the radio changed out because it failed and the original one failed. Just for what they did back in the day, which is what I did at the same time, all they did was get a single DIN radio. They got the new dashboard to fit the radio and a microphone. And that's all they did. It cost them $1,000. Oh, my God. I spent less than that on the speakers, the radio, the dash bin, the door, the dash itself, and putting the microphone up. Yeah. It, if you can do stuff on your own, it's it's very fun. I, I highly recommend to anyone out there, if you want to learn a new skill, you have the power of the Internet on your fingertips. So instead of stirring drama on the Internet, find yourself a goddamn hubby and learn a new skill. And it, it feels so good to learn something new. Make a little bit of money out of it, too. If you need to upgrade, you know, your gear, your car, like my headset is all financed through making commissions. I used to make custom avatars. I made like 14 or 16 different Arcanines. I think learning a new skill set is really... Would you mind not kicking me, Jet? Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, it, it, I think it's a really good thing. Learning a new skill set, uh, if you don't know what to do with your life, try to get curious. Ask questions. See what people are doing. Go see them. Ask them, what, how does it work? How do you get into it? You're going to feel a lot better, mentally speaking, and you're going to feel like you're actually doing something that is meaningful and has purpose, and it's going to bring you the sense of gratification. Instead of like looking to be popular or looking for attention, it's not a healthy way to recharge your personal mental batteries. Getting involved into a project that is very stimulating, where you feel great about doing, is a much better source of mental energy than any of these things out there. And I know because I've actually consulted for this. I was struggling to understand some part of me, and that's what I realized. Getting involved into hobbies is a really good way to stay healthy mentally. I used to do a lot of TikTok. I used to have a lot of followers, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's fun being noticed and everything like that. But it mentally drains you faster than anything else could drain in existence. Like It's very true. It well, I second it puts that. it puts so much stress and like torture on your mind that like to me like whenever I was doing streaming, doing TikToks, and like trying to play games, try to get to know people, my social battery was drained so much. It started affecting my daily life. I didn't get to go see my friends as much, and then just step back from it. And now I'm just happy. I'm happy doing this. Happy doing the podcast with you guys. Happy doing my car stuff. Hanging out with friends. Talking to friends. Like not on this game, but you know, through social apps. But I have enjoyed just doing stuff that makes me happy. Like the cars, cleaning. Because it's a project that makes me mentally happy. Like doing this was fun, but it just I don't know. Like there's not many people. I feel like even people right now who does this just for a living their social battery is just completely drained every single day. Like they don't really go out do much after they get done streaming or to get done doing videos or just they just kind of sit at their house because they don't really want to go out and do anything like that's kind of how i felt whenever i did it so being like this big star that people know and you try to entertain it sounds like a great idea in theory but it's actually horrible in practice it's just coming from how it reacted to me whenever i did it now maybe not everyone's that way but i highly doubt anyone is perfect that way that they just love doing it because to be fair a lot of people just put on kind of a facade to make them seem like they're happy doing it which i'm sure they're happy entertaining people but maybe deep inside like they'd probably rather do something else that's more meaningful and you know to them than just 
playing games all day and just trying to entertain because like that in the long run it's just going to like kill your uh, motivation to do it i very much agree with you like even me when i spend time i spend multiple hours a week on my discord and it's very active there's a lot of people in there they're interacting they're talking to each other kit you're very active on it too it gets mentally draining even like making sure i'm keeping up to my friends to see if they're doing well being there for them even that takes a lot of my social energy out and i've realized i've been taking a lot of naps lately and i thought it was because i was physically tired but i found out no i'm mentally drained and i need to reset otherwise i can't get anything done in the in the house i'm not motivated to cook i'm not motivated to go to the dog park i'm not motivated to fix the car to like anything i'm just dead so i've i had to figure out a way to balance things out so people out there if you guys are messaging me and i'm not responding please don't take it personal it's just i'm trying to balance everything in my life and it's a really hard thing to do when you start being popular as a content creator but your support is truly appreciated it's very sweet it keeps us going i'll tell you that it'll keep us going but we might not have the mental energy to respond to all of you but we we keep thinking about you a lot <laughs> you are not being ignored we appreciate everything you guys do for us like i really like i just said all that but i really do enjoy doing this honestly but we also have a big team behind this production there's just not me kit stream right here we have sakura we have lewis we have phoenix Riker. we have a whole team behind this production it's just not us three because if it was just us three you wouldn't be getting episodes every week so i can say oh no (laughs) oh no this project would have been dead for a long time ago i think we're anywhere from 20 to 28 people on this team so there's a lot of people in the background so big shout out to all of them out there lewis our editor um uh, Sakura has been doing fantastic work with the, the recording. Uh, Kofi putting up the episodes. You know, there's uh, th- like th- I can't name everybody. It's going to take oh, a lot of time. But shout out to you guys. You guys are freaking amazing. Zimbos has been just... killing it with our new TikTok edits. Oh my god! Oh yes, yes. <laughs> Zimbos yeah, doing cute... amazing work. <laughs> now the it's really funny. Barrel tornado that you posted. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that video. So put well put together. It's really funny because Zembos was starting like TikTok and everything and he was kind of struggling. So he came to me and I gave him advice and he actually listened to my advice and his videos have been doing really well and then he started editing for us and like, what the hell dude? Like last time I spoke to you, your videos like quality were here, which was really good, like above average, like above uh, most people out there. And then you go up here and you freaking go up here. Like I feel small compared to him. Like I, he freaking went on top of me. He's way better than I am as an editor, and he's been doing great work. So all of our latest TikTok videos are edited by Zembos. Our YouTube video has been uh, videos are edited by Lewis. So yeah, thank you guys so much. <laughs> and just one more thing. <laughs> he's not wrong if you guys like some of you guys if you actually did go out find something you actually love doing this not playing games and being online trying to make friends if you found a hobby that you really enjoy maybe there would be less trauma in this fandom honestly because like I'm almost every day if you see if you get on social media it doesn't matter which one it is at this point if you get on any of them there's just something every day comes across your twitter page or blue sky or whatever you may have and all it does is just bring like a cloudy sky above you it's like well it's like, like i really don't give a shit about this but i'm just really tired of seeing this because it's just an everyday thing and it's always something petty that's all it is it's really nothing ever serious it's just bs stuff but Honestly, if you got something that made you happy, you would probably be in a better mindset. That's all I can say. Because, like, ever since I've done less with social media and more with friends, this podcast, and my cars and friends and families, I've mentally gotten a lot better. Like, it has improved dramatically. I couldn't tell you how much. But it's just been the best path I could take. Yeah. Find the thing that makes well, you happy. Sadly, guys, we have to end this episode. Uh, I think all of us got very passionate about our hobbies and lately or life experiences. I would like to thank all of you for listening to this podcast. And, 
and uh, we have a lot of stuff coming up uh, on the upcoming week. We're very excited to show you what's coming up. We plan to bring and give more to our supporter and supporter plus. So thank you guys so much for your support, and we'll see you next week. Have a good night, have a good day, and take care. Enjoy life. Make it fun. Good night, everyone. <laughs> good night. Bye. Bye. Oh my god, I was holding back that cough. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's stream, guys. Oh my god. I oh know, stream. Stream, me and you in trouble.